Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm Episode 24, Matters of the Heart. Hey guys, happy Monday. I don't know if everyone is embracing Monday, but think about it. It's almost Tuesday. I am super excited that we are chatting today. Um, This is a first. I don't think there's been a time where I've had a podcast recorded on Monday, but I couldn't wait. Um, So many things happened last week. And I'll just first start off by saying having clarity, understanding, awareness, all of those things are amazing. And I am grateful that last week proved to be one of those moments because you know how sometimes you're just kind of going through life and you have 50 million questions and it seems like forever before you get an answer. So last week was kind of some clarity for me and it started with my mama shout out to my mama um just her getting me all together last week she decided to and i'm not gonna say she decided to like she just dumped it on me but we were having a conversation and she just flat out told me about my trust issues my insecurity and i mean she just went down the list but it was so appreciated And it's kind of like, you know, when you kind of know something, but because it's you, you want to explain it away. You give yourself tons of grace, which isn't a bad thing, but you, you justify why you are the way you are because, you know, you've either conditioned yourself to, to think differently, act differently based on something that's happened. And typically someone on the outside can kind of call you on something. Well, she called me on something. And she said something that she always says to me, and I've probably even quoted it here on the podcast, but it was in and around, you know, letting God handle certain things. Like if you give it to him, he can take care of it better than you ever can. And we started talking about guarding your heart. And what does that look like when you're doing it versus allowing God to do it? And I'll be the first to say that I have heard that terminology um, so often. I know the scripture. I get it. And in my mind, and hopefully some of you guys can raise your hand and say me too, that whenever you've encountered something, some type of hurt, some type of disappointment, something that has just not made you feel all that great, we naturally go into protective mode. We begin to walk down through what I'll never let happen again, what I don't want to happen again. And so we put these walls up to keep people out or to keep people at bay. And we never really realize what it does to us when we're continuously keeping those walls up. We will at times pinpoint something on people that was never theirs to have or they respond to us very differently um, differently because of our trust issues, our insecurities or whatever the case is. But as she began to kind of talk to me about that, 
you know, I'm a thinker, so I'm taking it all in and I decided that I just wanted to have a better understanding of first and foremost the scripture, just having a reflective moment about what does it look like when I am guarding my heart and how can I really just give it over to God and just let him be the protector of that area of my life. And so before we get into it, I had a, I had made a note that when I first started the podcast back in January, that I didn't want it to be like a relationship, talk about all the things that I feel like, you know, tend to be hot topics, but not necessarily what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, thank God for grace, because, you know, I kind of went back and forth about whether I wanted to like discuss this because I, I just feel like we're so much bigger spiritually than certain things. But let's just be real clear that if there is something going on in the heart and mind, then you got to deal with it in order to get to that place that you are desiring to get to. So, you know, I'm going to stop saying what I will and won't do because one of the other things is, you know, I want God to lead. So, hey, whatever place I'm in, then is what I need to talk about. So long story short, you know, I started doing a little research on that phrase and that scripture just so I can have a better understanding of of what was going on and why is it that I struggled so greatly in that area. And so, you know, we'll start with just the scripture itself. So I'm going to read two different versions of it just to kind of give you, you know, the difference in what a word makes or how a sentence is phrased. So the first one I'll read is um, Proverbs 4 and 23, the NIV version where it says above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it and the King James version is keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life so one of the first things that I wanted to dissect was the word guard and that's to protect shelter barricade watch over barricade sounds so harsh but because all I'm thinking about is you know the actual physical heart sitting in like a cell and no one can get to it you can't even get to it so it just gave me like a really interesting visual and when I think about keep keep sounds a little softer in my opinion than guard but nonetheless one of the things that that I was struggling with is you know None of us, if we can help it, ever want to experience pain, right? We want to try and avoid it at all costs. Like, I mean, well, let me take that back. Some of us can run to it because of certain decisions or we're prone to it, however you want to explain it. But for me, it's almost like if I see it and I can go around it, I am going to put up every stop sign, every hand wave whatever it is to kind of not endure all while trying to live so let me tell you the problem with that is that you will drive yourself crazy and others around you crazy because you're trying to entreat them you're trying to engage them from a very guarded place and it's gonna put a wall around them that they can't climb out of because you're constantly pushing them in a corner because you're wanting them 
to break through it. And don't get me wrong, because this is probably another podcast, another story, another day. You know, when someone has broken trust, yes, it is very important that they earn it back. But at the same time, you have to be willing to give that hurt Give that distrust, give that frustration, give all of that over to God so that he may soften your heart so you will be able to receive whatever initiatives or whatever um, um, trying that the other person may be doing in order to get you over. But nonetheless, I'm like researching the words and I'm just really stopping to think Okay, so let me go down me protecting my heart. It's, you know, creating these insecurities. It's putting these walls up. And I don't really feel good. And that's the funny thing. I think about those walls and how they drive me inwardly crazy. But that's me thinking that I'm doing a great job of it because I'm constantly asking questions. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, I may think that people don't know that I'm like giving them the side I'm trying to figure out what angle they're coming from but trust me you give a vibe off they feel it they understand it they know it so you may think you may be fooling others because you may not be saying anything but you find ways of asking things or saying things or doing things to where the other person knows that there is some distrust there so nonetheless I began to really examine you know what it looks like when I am I am guarding my heart and I had to realize that I wasn't guarding it with truth and that is the only way that you can be successful in keeping thy heart with all diligence is continuing to intake the Word of God and understand that He is the one who is fighting your battles. He is the one that is going before you and hiding you and preparing a place for you and setting the stage and the atmosphere. And it looks very different. It's very freeing when he does it. But when we do it, it creates a lot of anxiety and angst and frustration. And we're constantly overthinking things. And I didn't realize that I was doing it. All I knew is I was not going to be hurt. I was not going to be in a situation that I had been in in the past. And in my mind, these are the five things that I was going to do. I don't really have five things, but nonetheless, that these were the things that I was going to do in order to be able to protect myself. But I was driving myself crazy all along because when you're doing it, you are never relaxed, right? You're never gracefully walking through a situation because when your guard is up it takes work to keep it up and now some of you could be listening and you're thinking well I mean wisdom comes in and you don't want to like make bad decisions and that's true I think that when you ask diligently for the Lord to provide you with that that heavenly wisdom he will give it to you but be clear on Even in the decisions that you may think are great and right, there is still grace there. There is still covering there because of the the motives of your heart, the sincerity of your heart. So, no, don't mistake what I'm saying that, you know, what God gives us heavenly, he does. But he also gives us room to breathe. And I was not allowing there to be room to breathe. And all the while, 
I did not know that I was making the situation worse because because let me let me give a little background because of my insecurities and because of my distrust it was gravely affecting my prayer life and what I meant by that was is that an insecure distrustful person prays differently they're constantly praying that no one hurts them they're constantly praying lord please show me you know what this person is doing and and their motives and lord please make sure that i don't get this it's like everything that i was praying was from that angle and like i wasn't allowing the 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 joys and the abundant life to fall on me because i was so busy praying that i don't get hurt so busy praying that i don't make a mistake so busy praying that i don't fall into a situation that i can't get out of like it was constantly praying doom and gloom and what's funny and what i love about god because man he is just 10 times wiser than we are for sure is that probably like three or four months ago i noticed that it was kind of and and i say difficult for lack of trying to find a better word it was difficult for me to not pray in the spirit and you know some other episode we can talk about that and how people feel about it but you know i'm definitely a believer in speaking other tongues so um, I'm praying and I'm trying to like understand why is it that when I start to speak in a tongue that I recognize it stopped and I would just go into praying in the spirit. Now, whenever I was praying in a group or with other people, you know, it was definitely very audible, recognizable, understandable. And I think, you know, that is very intentional and and, and appropriate because if you are praying with someone and over someone and they don't understand, then I think it's very important to make sure that, you know, unless there's an interpreter there, whole thing, again, another podcast, another story. But it, it just, it it was frustrating me. And here's why I think it was frustrating me because there were things that I felt like I wanted to say and I wasn't getting the opportunity to say it. And literally last week, it dawned on me about why I was continuing to pray in the spirit. And it's because what was coming from my spirit was very different than what was coming from my head. Because my prayers were these really non-faith related prayers about protection and you know god don't let me get hurt god let me see through this god let me do this and i was not praying any sort of prayers of surrender and we all know the scripture that talks about when we don't know what to pray that's the whole purpose of of praying in the spirit being able to commune when we don't know what and so I believe, and this is what Tamia believes, is that God was producing something in me that my natural mind was trying to block out. So if you're constantly praying doom and gloom and 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 trying to make sure that you are never going to get hurt and God, don't ever let me be this, then you are not allowing the prayers of forgiveness and acceptance and love and all of that 
to manifest because you're so focused on the negative. And I just was blown away when I came to that conclusion. Like, man, like I was stopping myself from literally being happy and at peace because of, of what I was praying. And thank God that he is infinite and he is awesome that he protected that space one because I believe he knew that the revelation was going to come last week about the matters of the heart and the issues that flow from it and, and why is it that my talk was negative my talk was not a talk of forgiveness and reconciliation and moving forward and trying to protect myself and and all these things that trust me they were like wearing me out and tiring me out entirely but I'm grateful that one we had the conversation and I was able to really take a pause and stop and like get in the word about what I was doing and then two being able to see how God was still working through me even with those blockers on and I'll tell you this when you surrender in any area it doesn't matter you know what it's about but when you really surrender and you allow God to just take control it's like a weight lifts off of you so after we had the conversation I began to do the studying on this scripture and really being able to understand you know how to let God guard my heart how to let the word of God guard my heart I literally felt lighter and I didn't keep myself in this protective miserable box anymore and one of the things that my mom said and I was like girl like what she said it's okay if you get hurt and I'm sitting here thinking now this is on a whole nother level like who says that love you mama but I was like who says that because Nobody wants to walk into a hurt, but here's the truth. In this life, you will endure hardships. You will experience disappointments. You will experience pain. God never promised that we would not encounter those things. So while you're walking around tiptoeing on eggshells thinking, if I just do this or do that, I am going to escape all hurt, all disappointment. That's crazy. That was never a promise. That was never anything that was told to us. So I literally had to change my whole thought process. And it's so funny that my group and I, one of our taglines, and I mentioned it before, was Romans 12 and 2. And it was all about, you know, transforming the mind. And you'll probably hear me talk about that a lot because it is one of our scriptures for that we're focusing on this summer but my mind had to be renewed from that thought process I had to take on a whole new thought process in and around how to allow God to guard my heart so that I may be free and literally once I studied and I prayed and I just gave it to him the whole thing changed for me instantaneously and now let me explain that that doesn't mean that the very next moment like all my trust issues were gone no that's not what that meant but the thought process I had changed immediately and what that looks like is every time a thought pops up 
that is contrary to what it is that I'm believing for, I'm immediately able to recognize it and cast it down. But as long as I was thinking about it my way and that I needed to be in control and that I needed to be the one that was putting up these protective protective measures, I was miserable. And I literally felt freer at the moment in which I said, okay, God, I understand what you're trying to say. I understand that everything about last week was intentional and that in this moment, it was time for me to get it. Then I began to operate differently. I didn't overthink everything. I was able to speak some truths from my heart to people, say some things that I've been wanting to say, needing to say, and taking the pressure off and literally saying, okay, God, if this is not what you supposed, if this is not what I'm supposed to do, I trust you. And it all goes back to me needing to trust him, right? That I trust you and that if that door or whatever needs to be handled, shut down, closed down, that I will, that you will do that. And I will graciously stand there and recognize that that's what you're doing. And that's what this is all about. It is a, it is allowing him to be God in our lives, allowing him to take that burden, allowing him to carry that weight because it's too heavy for us. And you can find that you will live a life that's unashamed, a life that's free, a life that's without regrets. Now, this is not a a open door to just be random. No, that's not what that means. Because if you are following Christ and you're desiring to be obedient and live according to his word, so that's very different. So let's just go ahead and put that out there. But you won't walk through life tiptoeing, looking around every corner, being so afraid of living and experiencing life and realizing that you may encounter pain. You may encounter, but how you respond to it looks very different when you know that he's got you when you know that he has your best interest at heart and when you truly believe that anything that's meant for your bad that he can turn it around and it be for your good i even think about the situations that i've gone through that have really left me broken when i knew that you know god had given me a purpose in place to to spend time with women who have experienced brokenness it dawned on me that i needed to understand what that looks like and again god didn't make it happen but he definitely allowed me to go through some things to be able to identify with someone else and say hey you know, me too. And on top of that, he provided me with a boldness to be able to to openly share that, hey, I've made this horrible mistake. I've sinned here. I haven't always did this, but look at the grace. Look at what I learned from it. Look at how I grew from it. And so in order to be able to to meet that need or in order to be able to walk through my purpose, some stuff had to go down. And I think we all can recognize what that looks like, that whenever we are ministering to people and whenever, you know, God has given us a place and a purpose to to advance his kingdom, it comes with some battle wounds at times. It comes with 
the ability to be able to say, look at what he's done. Look at how he brought me through. Look at how he changed my mindset. Look at how he gave me a fresh perspective. Like that is so important to the story that you tell, to the testimony that you're going to share. So as I completed this week and began to just acknowledge that I am free to be I can't even begin to tell you guys how it just changed me. Now, every day it's a constant reminder that I'm free to be. So again, when those thoughts come, it is so important to take them captive and understand where they're coming from and how you dismantle them with the word of God. What does what does his word say about a situation? What does he promise? What has he said will be your future? Like understanding all of that. So when those things come up that want to keep you bound, that want to keep you stuck and not loving, not forgiving, not interacting, not moving forward, then you can quickly address them with the word of God. And Life just won't look the same. And I'm so grateful that I was able to have that moment because you guys know I said that year 38 is the year that I got up. And it's funny to me because this is the mind games that we play with ourselves that, okay, when I turned 38, right, that everything was going to be fixed. And that's because we just look at things wrong. But this is still year 38. There are still things evolving. And I believe that God is peeling back the layers day by day, week by week, month by month, minute by minute, so that at the end of this year, I will be able to look back and say, man, God, you really, you really allowed me to grow here. You allowed me to just see you move, you answered some questions that had been lifelong questions for me. You you healed some wounds that had been open for so long. And my prayer, my sincere prayer is that anyone who is on this journey with me will be able to experience that same get up moment, that same spiritual awakening, that same, you know, moment where you have put some things down and decided that no matter what the enemy says, you're not going to pick them up. Y'all, we are on our way to being unapologetically free in Christ. Keep believing, keep hoping. You're almost there. Thanks guys for spending these few moments with me. I am so excited that we get to chat each week and I pray that you heard something. You heard something that's going to give you a different perspective that will change how you approach things because my desire is that we all get free. So I'm looking forward to the next time where we're connecting. But until then, have a great day on purpose.